Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Okay, great. Well, welcome back to Bitcoin Roundtable, everybody. What this episode is, are we in? We are on episode 66. Yeah, we've been here 66 weeks. We have a special guest on our show tonight. His name is uh, Ditya Das. And he is a market analyst for Brave New Coin. Welcome, Brave welcome New to Bitcoin Roundtable. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be speaking to you guys, and you know, to be able to start crypto with some uh, like-minded people. Um, yeah, actually, the name Brave New Coin is a reference to the Aldous Huxley book, Brave New World. Yes. So yeah, that's why we're, we're called what we are. Okay. Yeah. So tell us about Brave New Coin. Absolutely. Um, so Brave New Coin is a market data and market insights company. We uh, kind of model ourselves or are aiming to be the, the Bloomberg of the crypto world. Yes. So our core solution revolves around price discovery and price aggregation. So, I mean, in a broad sense, we're comparable to companies like uh, CoinMarketCap or CoinGecko, where people come to our website and on the front page, similar to how you'd see in traditional finance with like a Yahoo Finance or a Bloomberg, you see like the price of assets. Yes. And uh, crypto is interesting because unlike, you know, traditional equity or traditional commodities, there's hundreds of different places where you can buy crypto. So, you know, with something like the price of Bitcoin, you're being reported, I don't know, thousands of different prices at any given time. So we kind of take the data that we get from exchanges and the price feeds that they provide to us. And we, you know, provide the community with a consolidated or a, a spot price of bitcoin that you know is a fair price i guess or a liquid price right and uh, not just bitcoin i believe you have many yeah, cryptocurrencies so. wow like what kind of team do, does a company like that require to to set that up i mean that um a big one i mean so <laughs> for example i work in the kind of the market analysis of the business intelligence side so I work with taking that data, analyzing it, and you know, or using it with other data from other vendors to kind of you know, gain insights for how like a user or an analyst might you know, manipulate that data to make it more interesting. But yeah, within our team we have analysts, we've got big data specialists, we've got you know people who specialize in how to compress the data. We've got a huge development team, so you know, a bunch of like Python devs and big data developers and yeah, people who build APIs for us. Um, uh, uh, you know, we also set enterprise APIs, so we have a, you know, a sales team and a, a customer management team. Um, and yeah, when you've got you know, this great resources, resource or of, of reliable price feeds, you can do a lot with that. Yeah. So we build a lot of products out of the data that we collect as well. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting stuff. On your website, I. I'm, I guess mm-hmm. like Bloomberg, you're providing this service worldwide. Um, I suppose you support, yeah. a, is it mainly English or do you support multiple languages? It's, it's primarily English. So all like our um, writing and our numbers are in English. Um, you know, and I'm, but, but I mean, crypto is such a global industry. And one of the, you know, the best, the biggest advantages of crypto it is like, you know, truly permissionless and um, unregulated to a certain extent. Yes. So our core readership is mainly the U.S., right. but uh, the U.S., Europe, um, our local market, because we're based in New Zealand, yes. um, we have a few readers and users from Australia and New Zealand, and beyond that, we have quite a reasonable following in um, places like India and the Philippines, which have like big English-speaking communities. Right. 
Right. So yeah, I mean, yeah, all our content is you know, in, in English. So you you have, I don't know if it's the right word, an, an aggregated news feed, or you 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 also create your own articles, or how? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the so we we have our market data side, and then we also have like a news and what you know what we like to refer to as insights or business intelligence. Right. So we publish um, ourselves in house about two to three articles a day. And uh, within the company, you know, with, within our data and within our news service, we kind of have a philosophy where, you know, crypto is really guilty of either bad reporting or yeah. overhyped reporting or just, you know, this misrepresented information. Right. So our business intelligence and our news side kind of complements what we do in terms of market data, in terms of providing the community and institutions a service where we, you know, have really high barriers for like journalistic integrity or reporting or referencing and using data as well. Okay, so if uh, some news comes out about Bitcoin, then your company feels it has a somewhat of an ethical obligation to ensure that whatever that news is is properly vetted before you kind of go that way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean... Sounds like you're making all the right moves there. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, we're probably in the best possible position to do that because, yeah, we work so closely with the exchanges and the people reporting the price. And, yeah, we we build our business around, you know, that core solution. So how long how long is the company... When, when was the company started, I guess, is my question. Um, 2014, early 2014. Okay. So our CEO kind of you know, realized that something was bubbling under the surface with this Bitcoin thing. And, you know, he went, you know, pretty like full on whole hog into it. And yeah, we've grown outwards from there. Late 2017, early 2018, like a lot of the rest of the industry was like a big growth period for, for our company. Yes. So, you know, our, our staff, you know, pretty much tripled and doubled along around that time period. I only joined in May 2018. Yes. So the groundwork was kind of laid for me to join as this market analyst um, with a background more in traditional finance and economics to, you know, use this awesome data and these awesome insights that we have in-house and, you know, disseminate it to the rest of the world and, you know, the crypto reading community. So what what type of reception are, are you finding from the, the product that your company is putting out? I mean, it's obviously valued. You've, you've been around for years now, but, you know, I guess, is there still significant demand for the product uh, or has there been through the, what would you say, the the bear, the bear yeah. market? I mean, I guess or you've survived it. Or the consolidation, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, yeah, demand has obviously been affected. I think a lot of people that did join the industry during late 2017 or early 2018 have left. Right. So, you know, as we say in, you know, markets and stuff, we, we cans were shaken off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are still plenty of people who are in it for the tech, you know, are just, you know, really believe in the core idea of, you know, decentralized finance markets and blockchains. And yeah, there's, it's still a multi-billion dollar industry. And I think, yeah, we, we still have plenty of demand for our data products and um, from a bunch of different sectors. So yeah, I think we're, we're we're doing we're doing fine, and we we you know had plenty of good treasury management strategies during the bear market to you know 
see us through. Cool. Obviously, we prefer another big bull run, but you know, <laughs> uh, bear markets are important. You know, to, to have those rational views on like the way things perform and. Yes. Um, you can't have balance without a bear market. Right? Kind of, I guess, yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Brave New Coin, or is it housed out of a particular country? And whereabouts are, are you from? So, yeah, we are uh, based out of Auckland, New Zealand. Okay. Uh, that's where we were founded. We were founded out of Queenstown, in fact. And then the shift to Auckland happened um, in early 2018. Just because, yeah, I mean, New Zealand is, you know, kind of a small country in the middle of nowhere. And Auckland is kind of like the only real big city for what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're based, you know, in um, Auckland, New Zealand, which is like the, set, the economic capital of the country. Yes. Um, and, yeah, we've also got offices in Singapore, New York and London. Okay, so you're all you're you're worldwide then, definitely. Wow. We're worldwide. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of a new import to Auckland. I'm originally from Dubai, so I grew up in Dubai in the Middle East. Okay. Wow. Um, and you know, lived there for up until I was an adult, and then you know, I moved to Auckland to do a degree, and yeah, I've been here ever since. <laughs> you must have you must have liked the the colder weather in Auckland. <laughs> uh, it's it's funny actually. I mean, uh, New Zealand is still like a country in the Pacific. Yeah. So you know our summers are actually like really warm, and I'm not used to like having going through like these kind of like warm like you know tropical summers without air conditioning because like air conditioning isn't like a huge thing here. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or a yeah. lot of homes don't have them, so I do actually get pretty warm here. <laughs> uh, but the winters are fine, you know. Just wear more layers. I, I like, I, you know, sweaters are cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, like they say, even in Canada, we hear it that New Zealand has something for everyone, right? Like skiing, oh, yeah, and I mean, they got, they got all the climates, all the. Don't they say you can ski and surf in the same day, basically, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. And for such a kind of small country, there's like a pretty diverse, like you know, scenery and like landscape, and there's mountains and you know, weird uh, geographical patterns and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Right in, in Auckland, uh, Bitcoin, okay. are people using it? Do you see a lot of talk out there about it, or is it mostly still just on the Internet with like-minded people talking about it? Yeah, I would say, again, the most common use case for Bitcoin, and probably this is all crypto is guilty of this, is trading. Right. You know, if people are looking to get into bitcoin or other crypto it's you know with a with eyes as an investment or a way to make profit um in terms of like using it there are sort of like a few restaurants that do use it kind Mm. of and more as like a kind of like in in a gimmicky way yeah new zealand is kind of a functioning economy and uh we've got like a good like central bank here and you know our retail banking system is runs relatively efficiently so yeah it's still pretty early stages the people who are involved in bitcoin here and there is like a community like there's like regular meetups and a decent dev community as well uh it tends to be you know enthusiasts or people who are tech focused or have a background in tech it's not really that much mainstream traction i would say right i mean i i guess working in a company like that you pretty much have exposure to cryptocurrency news and prices i mean yeah. throughout your work day every day right um, yeah 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 i'm on twitter pretty much i don't know 24 7 it is yeah <laughs> i'm constantly getting updated on what's going on yeah based on you know the news you're seeing or the the data you're parsing through do you feel you have 
some type of third eye on on Bitcoin and where you think it may be going, I guess, or, or any other cryptocurrency for that matter. Yeah, you you have your ear to the ground, right? So I'm wondering if you have any idea about that. Yeah, I mean, I I wish I could say I did, because. Uh... You know, then I'd be like, you know, the, the number one investment advisor in the world. Or <laughs> I'd, I'd be rich tomorrow or like that. But no, I mean, one thing that I personally try to do is wherever I can, I look for like alpha. Yeah. So that's, you know, you know, crypto or investments that have indications that they could have above average market returns. Right. So, for example... In May 2018, the hype was all around tokens with mainnet launches. Yeah. So when you know I did my analysis or I was doing my market reports, I was like keeping an eye on assets that you know had were in specific sectors or had you know specific attributes in their fundamental fundamentals, which might suggest that uh, they had some X factor within them. Right. And you know you do see that happening and. Personally, as an analyst, I have made good calls. I've made bad calls. Right. I have believed in certain projects that haven't, you know, worked out the way I thought they would. And <laughs> yeah, times me I, too. You know, I've been, I've been right, but it's, 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 it's. There's no like, you know, magic formula at this stage. There's sure. no, there's no golden goose to hang on to, right? <laughs> there's no golden goose. But I mean, so for example, like uh, an event like the Bitcoin halving in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Where miners are going to be earning less block rewards. Yeah. Um, for every block they mine. So from a demand and supply perspective, it means that supply is being constricted. So in any, you know, kind of um, scarce resource, uh, it's becoming more scarce, it's becoming more rare. So the expectation is that Bitcoin around the dates of the halving will yes. rise in value. And there'll be, you know, FOMO and people like, oh my God, Bitcoin is going to become more rare. I need to get it now. Right. So... And also then there's been historical evidence in the 2012 and 2016 halvings where there was kind of a price uptick around the dates or leading up to the halving. Hmm. So yeah, it's those sorts of things that I kind of tend to point people towards. Yes, yeah. And I use data as much as I can to visualize or, um, you know, we, we put out a lot of TA as well. But yeah, I mean, Bitcoin I mean, and Bitcoin and crypto in general is sort of like a new science. People are still figuring out what the value proposition is and how it works and how to assess value. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting for me to be part, you know, of those like first few like baby steps and people figure out how these things work and what hmm. they're actually worth. Interesting. We've interviewed uh, a number of people around the world, different countries, different crypto, uh, different blockchain companies. And, you know, I common thing that keeps coming up or we'd like to talk about is how is the government the banks within the Auckland area are they allowing you to transfer your money to buy coin how is it working over in that part of the world it's a good question um to be fair i think in terms of regulation nothing has really kind of uh, you know been publicly announced and it's still sort of a gray area you can do it there are vendors here that uh, accept fiat for uh, crypto. Right. In fact, um, we have we we one of the companies, one of our sister companies that works within the same office, is the leading you know um, fiat on ramp for cryptocurrencies here. So it's perfectly legal, and they have partnerships with one of the biggest banks here, which is ANZ, where you know you can connect with your New Zealand bank account 
and you know buy crypto with it so oh, it seems wow. to be okay yeah that it, sounds uh, that sounds friendlier than most yeah <laughs> um, we don't have coinbase here yet for example and you know there's certain big crypto fiat on ramps that haven't you know entered the new zealand market yet but it seems like regulators are as long as people fill in the right applications and are not trying to pull the shit underneath anybody um, <laughs> find the applications and yeah. talk to crypto companies and figure out um what what's what's happening and how the dangers and the risks for um regular investors and retail consumers right hmm. okay uh my next question is related to the services that you provide okay say i'm a trader and i've got i don't know fifty thousand us that i play around with and i trade in cryptocurrencies and i'm having an issue getting access to data in a timely manner i've been playing around but i've been stung a couple times is brave new coin an area that i should be looking into or is there do you serve corporate only or yeah. is there tiered no, options um we've got a bunch of awesome uh trading view price feeds that we offer our big one and one of our flagship products which is used by like retail traders so you know a small a single trader with you know looking to trade 50,000 US and you know anybody up to an ETF builder is the BLX which is the uh, Bitcoin liquidity index okay so what that does is it's pretty timely talking about this because I'm sure you guys heard about the Bitwise uh, report to the SEC where they claim that 95% of reported Bitcoin trading volume is faked yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so Along those lines, but what also the Bitwise report says is if you take out, you know, the fluff of some of these unregulated exchanges and you just take the legitimate or the golden exchanges like the Krakens or the Coinbases or the Bitfinexes. Or Gemini? Know, is Gemini one of those? Geminis. Yeah. So okay. the ones who are like, you know, doing things by the book. Right. Then you've, if you remove the echo chamber of the fake volume, then you kind of have a a fair price feed or a fair market which with proper arbitrage and proper liquidity so our bitcoin liquid index uses this kind of robust methodology and collects bitcoin price feeds from just the good exchanges right so we we study each of our constituents with each of these markets and you know it's audited like every couple of weeks we look at patterns for example if there's you know odd behavior in the Bitfinex USD market will, you know, consider like, should we reduce its weightage within the index? So yeah, so we have, that's a retail product as well, which you can access on TradingView. And uh, we also provide bespoke services. So we can do custom indices for um, traders or trading desks. And yeah, so it's pretty exciting. We Our Bitcoin liquid index, which goes as far back as 2010 and oh, wow. you know, delivers the price at, uh, just want to make sure I'm right. it's either it's 30 second tickers so we're upgrading to 30 seconds okay um and we've also released recently the ethereum liquid index and we're looking to release an xrp liquid index soon it's been confirmed and you know it's just uh in yeah. the final stages of testing 
Yeah, like XRP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you're the you're the ripple guy. <laughs> yeah, XRP happens to be something that I made a little bit. Of, yeah, I happen to make a little bit of money on XRP, so I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, XRP is cool. I've traded XRP before as well. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's great. That sounds awesome. Um, so we don't want to take up a whole lot of your time at all, and we really appreciate you coming on. What is something that you would like to leave our listeners with? A little bit of uh, a plug for Brave New Coin? Just How to contact you? Anything like that? Um, cool, yeah. I would say the best place to contact me would probably be Twitter for crypto-related stuff. Um, so my crypto is at DAS Crypto for You. So that's my last name, D-A-S, Crypto for You, all words. Um, hopefully, I can get a link in the description, maybe. Yeah. Um, um, you know, people want to DM me and ask me specific things about what I talked about today or analysis um, methods and strategies, then I'm have, always happy to talk. You can also find me on bravenewcoin.com. I write about three articles a week. So one is like a weekly roundup where you know I talk about what, what's happened in markets in the last week and how that affects like, short-term outlook. And I generally tend to do two price reviews so i look at a specific asset and do like a value assessment and talk about fundamentals any announcements that this this project might have made and how that might affect the price other things like you know ongoing lawsuits and just yeah make an assessment for uh short-term and medium-term value so yeah find me on bravenewcoin.com my author profile uh has a bunch of my details and um other ways to contact me as well that's fantastic. Great. Just like one thing, just the entire crypto community, anybody listening is, yeah, do your own research. That's like the best advice I can, you know, give anybody, anybody in crypto analyst or trader is, yeah. Um, I think we've got a tendency to go on things like Twitter or whatever news feeds and read a headline or see like a chart and, you know, base a huge buying decision on some, you know, very crude or basic information because people have FOMO. Yeah. Right. I just think it's worth before you know making a trade or buying into an asset uh, you know spend some time look at a bunch of different angles fundamentals technicals and yeah always make sure you know you're rational and you know why you're buying or selling you know certain crypto fantastic that's what we always which is try why to brave new coin exists yep that's great vetted yeah. data right yeah. That's wonderful. Okay. Hey, thank you so much for uh, joining us and taking the time well, to talk with us. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks. you, Jeff. Have yourself a great night. Oh, well, is it morning or night? Oh, what time I is guess it there? Yeah, what is it there? Morning. Yeah, yeah. It's just about afternoon. It's hitting midday, yeah. <laughs> so you got to go back to work? That sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in the office right now, so I'm in one of the conference rooms. Oh, it is work. Yeah, uh-huh. it's true enough. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, thank you, and have a great day. Take care of yourself. Bye. Bye-bye. Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.